also guys um thank you so much our first video reached what is it 305 views yes sir and you know that's a pretty that's like an entire congregation of a big church so or at least a college classroom at a big college and we're so excited for that so thank you guys so much um this has expanded far beyond what we ever could have thought it would oh absolutely. at least for a podcast too like we haven't even started doing like our actual stuff that we're super hyped for but it's expanding pretty fast and, and so also kind of a little a little bit of a stone, a stone pebble okay out of 305 of you who've watched our video there's only what 51 subscribers proto like okay so our videos get a decent amount of views and only a small percentage of you are, are subscribed. Are subscribed. Just go ahead. What's up with that? Hit that little square rectangle. It's it's red. It says subscribe. It says subscribe. And then after that, hit that little bell next to it and hit all. And then type something funny in the comments. Exactly. Or something meaningful or whatever you want to type. And when you hit that bell. And hit the little thumbs up thingy too. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. And hit the bell next to the subscribe button. Yes. So that way when we post a video, a vlog... A challenge video or another podcast or music or music or music or music you get it instantly to your phone you will and what was I gonna say it doesn't matter because leave something encouraging in the comments too because that uplifts us and also even if you don't like listen to our channel or anything and you're just popping by like just go ahead and subscribe anyway I mean you can just scroll past the video like it up whatever because all YouTube cares about is numbers and if we really want to make a difference we got to get more people on this That's so right. share it like it up get the numbers up hey guys quick volume warning for what's about to happen hello my name is no dream jail <laughs> welcome to the ASMR podcast no, that would where suck. we do ASMR on the screen we'd have to put volume warning over and over and over uh, and they still want to be prepared and then all they hear is yeah um today we're talking about trust and you probably trusted that when I said ASMR podcast that I was gonna but whisper you, at you gently you didn't say with my I said voluptuous succulent voice but no Succulent? This is not a Yes This is not an ASMR podcast But we are talking about trust And you can trust us on that What's going on guys? It's No Dream You here Yeah And hmm? With me today Oh I'm No Dream Jail As you already heard And like Jail also said We're talking about trust today And yeah. how we can trust in the Lord I think that's the biggest thing Yep That's what we're talking about Alright So the passages we're going to be reading from today Mm-hmm is in Romans 8, Proverbs 3, okay. and Psalms 56. Let, let's go. But before we do that, Joe, a word from our sponsors. Jesus, let's pray. That was it. That was pretty good. I know, right? Let's pray. Uh, God, I thank you for another day of health and just waking us up and allowing us to witness for you. I said you help us to talk about trust and what all that means to trust you in the current circumstances and be with us always in your own prayer. Amen. Amen. His current circumstances They're are crazy. crazy. But that's with another the, podcast. With the Coco. Oh, that's what my mom calls it. Because we can't we can't call it by its real name on YouTube. Oh, oh. We have to call it that virus that is going around right now. Can we say Coco? No, we can't say that either. We can't say that either? No. Mm. We can only say we can say Coco. That's that's we'll just call it no, not Coco, just the Co. The Co? Or we can, and we don't mean Kobe. We're talking about the Co. Or we can, you know, call it Modelo. No, 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 no. 
No. Keep gone. Gone. Read your verses. Read your verses. <laughs> All right. Starting in verse 23. Mm-hmm. And not only the creation, but we ourselves, who have the f- first fruits of the sp- of the Spirit grown inwardly as we wait eagerly for adoption okay. as sons, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we were saved. Mm-hmm. Now this hope that is seen is not hope. Ah. For who hopes for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. For we do not know what to pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. The Holy Spirit moans at us? Groans. Oh. Groans. And he who searches hearts knows what is what is in the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for saints according to the will of God. And we know that for those who love God, mm-hmm. all things work together for good. For those who are all who are called according to his purpose. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, in like order that. that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. Mm-hmm. And those and those whom he predestined, he also called. And those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. That's a lot of big words. That is a lot of big words. But that was from verses 23 to 30. So what does that mean? So this is when, you know, our big boy Paul... You know, used to be called Saul. The went, baller. The G. Went to Damascus, then saw the light. Paul was goaded, for real. And then he's talking to the Roman church at this point. Because, you know, it's in Romans. Mm-hmm. He's talking to the Roman church, who are kind of a bit scared right now. And they're like, ah, what do we do? Sure. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like he says in verse 20, 24. For in this hope we were saved, and the hope in Christ we were saved. Yep. Now, hope that is seen is not hope. And so you're like, what does that mean? Jail? What does that mean, jail? What? What does it mean? Oh, um, we trust in, like, okay, trust isn't like a physical quality. Like, it's not something you can go and grab. It's like something that's unseen. You know? So stupid. What? We forgot to read the definitions. Oh, snap. We should probably (laughs) do that after we finish this point. Okay. Because we, they might not be keen on what the word trust means. Um, I feel I feel stupid now. I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody knows what it is, but it would help if we had a concrete definition. Okay, but also Paul's talking about having hope in the things we don't see, right. like the spirit. As he goes on, mm-hmm. do you see the spirit, James? Like physically, tangent. Like if I touched your forehead, would you be touching the spirit's forehead? Honestly, bro, I've been locked in the house for like three days straight because of the virus that's going around. The thing that everybody is talking about. I'm pretty sure I'm developing superpowers, bro. From this isolation. <laughs> like, it's like supernatural. Like, something like that. I don't know. But the main verse we were focusing on is Romans 8.28. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. And for those who are called according to his purpose. Mm-hmm. And towards the end of that um, passage that you read, it talked about... What was it? Let's see. Uh, and those whom he predestined, he also called, and those whom he called, he justified. And then it goes on and on. So, you know, sometimes it's hard to believe that what God made us to do, it's hard for us to believe that we're actually capable of that because we're so focused in our capabilities. So we have to trust that God called us, and then we have to trust that because he called us, there's a reason, which means we're justified. There's a reason why we've been called. So, yeah, that's also something. 
All right, so let, let's get these definitions out of the way. I can do that, actually. Can you? I typed them down. All right. So, trust. A firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability, and strength or strength of someone or something. Okay. And then my other two definitions mm-hmm. are certainty based on past experience. Okay. And then the trait of believing in the honesty and reliability of others. Very cool. So I think... When you hear the word trust, which one do you relate to the most? The last one. The last one? Because it refers to people. Like, because we, we live in America, right? So it's not that hard to trust objects that are made... Well, for me, at least. Like, I, if I see my bed, I just run and jump in it. Like, or the floor, I just step on it. Like, you are used to things being pretty well made. So it's not really... I don't... I mean, I know what something that's unstable looks like, you know? So, I'm, it's usually with trusting people that I find more difficult. Like. So, what is that? I'm going to give kind of like an imaginary example, like an imagery example. One oh. that you can see. Okay. <coughs> Salud. Thanks, Miss Nall. Continue. Oh, you didn't give me the desk there. Everybody else does. So, I was walking out of Walmart, and I sneeze, and this guy... Oh, oh snap! <laughs> 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 you know, just <laughs> Get out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to quarantine you and spray you down with Lysol. You know, sneezing is some part of, you know. Sure, whatever excuse you want to give, Kyle, get out. Just because I'm Asian, you think. Get I'm out! Gonna... Get out! You're just as allergic to pollen as I am. True. But and, I take my medicine. But I don't have medicine to take right now. That's tough, bro. I'll be watching you. That's fine, bro. Continue. As long as they don't cough a lot, then you should be fine. Continue with your furniture example. You foiled it. I didn't it's even fine. say that. It's I didn't fine. even say that it's part fine. yet. We were talking about beds earlier. We can go on talk. <laughs> All right, go ahead. So the image example I give is say, James, you walk into a room. You see two chairs. Two? You see two. Oh, one for each of us. No. Thanks for considering It's just that. you. Oh. You're in a room by yourself. Oh, I'm used to that. Go on. And you see two chairs. Okay. One already built out of, you know, great material from Ikea, mm. built for you. Lazy Everything's boy. perfect. Wow. Don't have to worry about Hurt it. Richard? If you want. Yes. Let's go. That's on the left side. Oh. On the right side mm-hmm. is a chair that, mm. hasn't, that hasn't been sat in for a hundred years. Mm. Has three legs, missing the front right, wooden, dry rotted, dusty. Brings back memories, bro. Which one are you going to sit in? Hmm. The hover chair. Because that's what you want. The, yeah, because it sounds cool. <laughs> well, the one that's obviously not broken and dry rotted and missing legs or anything. So, but why? Why would I choose the other one over the one that's jacked up? Because you have trust in that chair. Versus mm-hmm. trust in that chair. Because you can see what it is from the outside. So from an outside perspective, why would God have trust in us if we're like the broken, jacked up chair because of our sins? That's a great question. Exactly. And we'll answer that towards the end. Wow. Make him keep listening. Yeah. Nice. God. <laughs> and so God is that hover chair that James wants. Always. Mm. He will never become the old rugged chair that could break on you by blowing wind on it. Hmm. You're in a vacuum site, but you have oxygen, but the room is a vacuum. So that way... You can actually buy <laughs> I'm so confused <laughs> right now. Alright, so now that we've defined what trust is, so what what er, there's a lot we can talk about here with trust, right? Mm-hmm. 
All right, so the first group of trust or first level of trust is friendship, right? So we have multiple levels. We will start um, to, with the people that are closer to you, like friends, um, family, and then we'll get into your deeper relationships like your parents or maybe even dating. I'm not an expert on that. That's you. But um, dating expert, resident dating expert. And then most importantly, we have our trust with Jesus. Um, so make sure you still till the end. So trust between friends, right? So Kyle. Do you trust me? Of course. Ah. Without a doubt. James? Yes. Do you trust me? Um. Yeah, sure. Alright, so. Tr yeah, I trust you. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um. Do you have anything on trusting anything particular before we get too deep? I mean, we're all humans, right? Yeah. And so, if. Say if you make a mistake where you break my trust. Yep. I shouldn't throw all, all my trust away just for that. Of course. Just for one in particular moment, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're allowed to make mistakes. You can make mistakes because I can't hold you to that standard of perfect because you're not. Right. So if you break my trust one time, it's one time. But if you consistently break my trust, then it's hard for me to trust you anymore. Right. And um, when I when I bring up my next point, I'm not saying that, like, if if there's like a toxic relationship you should keep if you you should keep trusting that person like with that example we talked about with the chair if you see that that chair is broken and dry rotted i mean you wouldn't sit down in it would you so you know don't exactly like go trusting everybody that you see i agree like there has to be some discernment when it comes to who you trust exactly and, and that's something we'll we'll get into later about like when it comes to the word discernment yeah all right so next wait i didn't finish oh Okay, so in my notes here, I have written that trust is built by both people trusting each other, and even when one lets the other down, they renew their trust over and over. The problem is, our generation has such a fear of pain and such a desire for pleasure that we hate to even attempt to make the best of a difficult situation. We always want to do what's best for us. If we all emphasized, which means feel what others feel, if we all did that with others and shared each other's pain as our own, then life would be a lot different. Or you said empathize. Empathize. I thought you That's said it. empathize. Yeah, imp my bad. If we all empathize with each other. Um, I just wanted to make sure because like it sounded like you said empathize, but you were you were wanting to say empathize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, to know what it walk in somebody else's shoes. I feel like we lost that saying. I'm not gonna lie. I haven't heard that saying in a while. Mm, that's because our culture is self-centered. It so. is. It's very self-centered. Like, if we would all take a moment to understand what another person is <laughs> going through. Yeah. Or to slow it down. When it comes to like that friendship level, not not necessarily trust, but just the friendship level. Take time to build. Take time to build. Yeah. And then that trust will build itself, because now that person has become reliable. Yeah. On that, we were talking about this last week, and you can only trust someone as far as you've seen their character. So. I thought you were gonna say you can only trust somebody as far as you can throw them. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. You can only trust someone <laughs> as far as you've seen their character. So if you're just meeting somebody, like, I wouldn't exactly trust a stranger. Like, there's a certain measure of trust I put in everybody when I first meet them. But, like, I'm not going to trust you like I've trusted somebody I've known for, like, nine years. Um, It's gotten to, I would say it's gotten to a point that our generation doesn't even know what trust is or what it means. Because we've gotten so confused about the actual definition. And when everything's so focused on image, like, culture is so focused on portraying this one image that you want everybody to see... Um, that 
you know when you when you see somebody like you see a certain image you instantly want to be their friend and put all your trust in them or you see that somebody's a certain way and you instantly want to trust them at like that deeper level of somebody you've known for so long when you really haven't taken time to build anything there so slow it down take your time it's like when you slide into a girl's dm and all you've seen is her instagram page oof what? Don't look at me. <laughs> scripture says if you <laughs> literally guys, no. Uh scripture says if you want a friend or yeah, if you want friends, show yourself friendly. So your character, your image that you portray to others will also attract other people to you. So make sure you're portraying the kind of friend that you want to have. Alright, so next oh yeah, something on that real quick too about appearance. It's very important. Like you talked about discernment, right? Yeah. It's very important to know the difference between reality and illusion or between perceived reality and actuality. Like, it's, it's so, so important because, I don't know, when I was growing up, I always have, I always lived in, like, this imagination world or whatever where everybody was my friend. Like, if you, if you haven't heard my story, go check out Podcast 3. But um, I lived in this imaginary world where everybody was my friend and that was my perceived reality. But that wasn't, the actual reality of the situation um and scripture talks about how we live by faith not by sight but our culture teaches us to live by sight not by faith and also scripture tells us not to lean on our own understanding and that things that we understand we probably don't because we're not the creator of any relationships the only one who perfectly knows how to operate a relationship is the perfect god jesus christ anything on that kyle um i mean when it comes to friendships right Okay, and we've talked about discernment and how important it is because it matters in who you surround yourself with. Yeah. If you're surrounding yourself with people that constantly break your trust or you keep putting your trust in but not receiving it back. Like they're not they're constantly questioning you instead of trusting you. I think you have to look at what's going on in that situation and really pray about it, mm -hmm. one, and definitely talk to other people that are of leadership quality around you also i would say it's very important not to let your emotions get in the way of you trusting someone because emotions are temporary but trust should last a lifetime so don't destroy what's been built in years because your emotions get out of check and on that on to the second point trusting in relationships uh like dating and then parents so mm. kyle well no 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 actually i have a story so I'm in college, right? If you guys don't know, I'm in college. And Kobe can vouch for this story and vouch for me here because he was there. So it was, what was it? When was it? A couple of days ago, I was in class and it was a Thursday. I was in class and it was a Thursday. I vaguely, no, I very vividly remember this situation because it was, it was very traumatic for me. So I was playing basketball in the little lounge area with my friend. I'll call him Dason. Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. That's not his real name. I'll call him Dason. And me and Dason were playing basketball in the little hoop thing. Oh, and I went to cross this man up like Space Jam, right? Like I was going to cross him into like the fourth dimension through a parallel universe straight through the walls of space time. So I reach out with my arm and the same with my legs. And I, I was wearing these pants. And like even when I first got them, my mom first got them for me. I was like a gift or whatever. I was like, Mom, aren't these a little too tight? She's like, no, Jerry, they're fine. They're fine. So, you know, I put them on that day. I wasn't feeling too confident, but I didn't listen to the Holy Spirit inside of me. So I still went to school wearing those pants. And all day, I was like, man, it would be a shame if these things ripped. And I went to cross this man up like, like, like Space Jam 9. 
and there's only been one space jam that just emphasizes how hard the cross-up was and i went to cross this man up and i stepped and i heard a <laughs> and then literally everybody in the lounge stopped and turned slowly towards me i was like what that was fine there, there's nothing wrong and then i looked down you know what happened kyle your shoes ripped no my pants were ripped from the middle all the way down my inner thigh so like this this wasn't a rip that you could hide like it was literally half of my boxers were exposed so like and only the right leg though yes and t it was like half and then the right leg so to add on to the tear of the situation dason is in my speech class that i go to where i have to give speeches um and he bust out laughing because that day it was my turn to give a speech and i remember I had to cover up somehow. So I had this Nike jacket, right? And I tied it around my waist. And, you know, I went to class acting like it was perfectly normal. And later on, a kid told me, he was like, hey, that was actually kind of fire. I like how you tied the jacket. And I was like, yeah, sure, no problem, no problem. And, like, I literally told the kids I ripped my pants during my speech. So, you know, we kind of laughed about it. But what does that have to do with trust jail, you say? You well, trusted the pants. I trusted, you. I trusted my pants. I trusted that they weren't ripped. You well, they weren't going to rip. Uh, so you're I, saying you didn't trust your mom? I do, but I trusted that my pants were not going to rip. And what did they do? They ripped. They failed me. And your relationships are just like pants. Sometimes they're too tight. And you're like, ah, uh, my relationship isn't going to rip. But when you put it, hallelujah, when you put it under the stress, when you put it under the stress, glory to God, it rips. I think that's that, that just preaches for itself, Kyle. That just preaches. Yeah. That, pre <laughs> that just preaches for itself. I wasn't expecting you to say anything close to that nature, but uh, it, was, it was good. So thank you. Thank you. I've been working on that one for a while. <laughs> uh, well, not that long because it's happened recently. But anyway, what about you? I've never been in a relationship, so I don't know what trusting is like. Sad boy hours. I mean, in a relationship, it can be, it's, it's almost like a friendship. But I mean, it's a little bit deeper. So like when... You, when you're in a friendship, right? You mm -hmm. don't constantly think, "Is that person cheating on me?" Yeah. Right? I mean, they could be. I'm joking. I'm joking. Why are you joking? Joking, at me? I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I've never dated anyone, so. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Like when it comes to a friendship, you know, like saying I'm busy, but you're really out with other friends. You just didn't want that friend. You don't like that friend. Yeah. So, but to have that constant state of mindset that the other person is cheating on you, it's not healthy whatsoever. It's not. I mean, th I mean. James, I know you're not in a relationship, but think about it. If you were with somebody who constantly questioned you whenever you go out with friends, whether guy or, like, with guy friends, mm -hmm. and other females might be there, and they're constantly asking you, like, did you talk to any girls, this, that, and the other, like, how how would you feel if they were constantly pestering you like that? Mm, I feel like they don't trust me. Exactly, and yeah. so it's important to trust whoever you're in a relationship with. If you can't trust that person, don't be in that relationship. If you've heard things about that person, mm -hmm. like, so I'm going to take an example. I, I have a friend who is a female, Okay. and people constantly told her. Random people, well not random, different people who've known this person for a long time, and how he's been in relationships, right? Mm-hmm. And they were all trying to tell her that he's not good, he's cheated before, he lies a lot, this, that, and the other, right? Yeah. And my friend who was a girl wasn't really listening, and she had this kind of idea that they wanted to get with him. The females that told him that, oh. told her that. 
And so she put this in her head of this, that they were just all trying to get to him. Yeah. And didn't want to belittle him, possibly. But they're all right in the end. And fortunately, she got hurt. <laughs> and so it's created some insecurities. But saying all of that, that comes to trusting other people. Right. Now, if it's one person persistently saying about this other person, I wouldn't go too far to trust that. I would, I would take that with a grain of salt. Guys, say, I come up to you, you like this girl, right? Okay. And I come up to you, and I'm constantly saying bad things about her. Though I know you may trust me, even though I don't do that. That sounds very realistic. Wow. Why? Oh! Now I know what situation you're talking about. Uh, moving on. <laughs> no, 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 hold on, let me finish. Because okay. I forgot about the situation, but you brought it back up. Yeah. And say, I know you trust me, but on that situation, you may not have, right? Yeah. But say if it's, it was only just me mm-hmm. and wasn't anybody else, but just me, yeah. you wouldn't take it to, you wouldn't put too much worth into that. Would it you? was just you. So you didn't put too much worth into that, did you? Nope. Not at all. Nope. With somebody, right? <laughs> On to the next. That's enough of our relationships. Parents. Parents. On. What's with that? Alright, so on to the next topic. Wait, parenting, right? Parenting. Parenting. Me, well, you, youth, and I both come from single parent households. That's facts. So, would you say that you, youth, do you trust your parent? Yeah, I trust my dad. I trust my dad a lot. He is the one who's been there for me the longest and one who's always been there for me. So, yeah, I trust him a lot. Alright. Even though he may not seem like I always trust him, I do. Yeah, that's nice. So nice. Do you trust your mom? Uh, yeah. Uh huh. Of course. That was super sarcastic. What do you mean? That's how I always answer questions. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know your mom gonna, is gonna listen to this. Yes, I know my mom is gonna listen to this. So you better, so you better said, reaffirm that. Mom, I trust you so much, <laughs> and I just love you. <laughs> do you yeah. tell yourself talking to her? Yeah, point, she's gonna tell me something. <laughs> but for real, I do trust you. Like, sometimes I may act like I don't, and I do kind of want to live my own life. But she does give, like, all the advice that she has, it comes from God. So, I know that I can trust what she says, because it's God's word. Yeah. So, what about people who have issues with trusting their parents? That's what I was literally about to do. I was about to ask you, so how does your father... I'm asking you. But I'm asking you first. I'm asking you first. asking you first. Okay. Uh huh. I'm asking. I'm asking you f- first. <laughs> That's not a good pun. No, it wasn't. That. Continue. Andy to anyway. Okay. So, how does your father being absent hurt you in your trust for others or in him? Hmm. Well, originally, originally I was kind of hurt, especially because I didn't know that well into the situation that was going on. Because it was like when I was pretty young. But, you know, now, I'm stronger now because of it. I mean, he's reached out to me, and we've talked a little bit. And, you know, I'm <laughs> I'm pretty much, a, well, I would say, I know how to put this. Hmm. But, like, how has it hurt your trust with Oh, others? okay, okay, okay. Or with him, how has it hurt your yeah, trust? Yeah, I'm good now, and we're slowly rebuilding that. But, uh, originally, it wasn't really I mean, I guess it did kind of hurt when I was younger, mm-hmm. but I guess the whole thing with trusting others, um, that probably hurt me a lot more, like trusting the my peers in school mm-hmm. with all the stuff that happened uh, to me. 
remember flashback podcast yeah. three podcast, three check, podcast three check it out check it out right now um but yes it affect it definitely added to the problem and i feel like one like one level of trust in a certain group of people definitely affects another like if you have home issues it's gonna affect how you trust your peers or if you have peer issues it's gonna affect how you trust uh like people that are younger than you or older than you or anybody in general and also since we're christians if people don't find us reliable and they can't trust us they're gonna go oh okay i can't trust the god they serve yeah okay so youth what about you so and this is kind of dipping into my testimony a little bit you know uh-huh. we definitely dip, need to get that podcast dip, dipping the toes in the water nasty continue what do you mean you've never dipped your toes in a pool before that sounds disgusting you well i can't say that i don't have a pool that's not what i was gonna say i know i know what you're gonna say <laughs> gone <laughs> all right trusting trusting your how's that so i didn't really well i didn't i wouldn't say i didn't trust my mom mm-hmm. i mean i guess when i was younger i did so like growing up like between the ages of three to five i I was moving around with my mom like from house to house we mm-hmm. i think i lived in like three or four different houses between the ages of three and five mm-hmm. might have been three and four i know at three i had a babysitter and then between the ages of three and four i was moving around afterwards so that's that's a lot moving around yeah i know and i then, did about the same thing but yeah what i mean you did at an older age ish nah you did about when three? i was pretty young but um it's not like I didn't really trust my mom, but she didn't want to be a part of our family in a way. Mm-hmm. So, because me and my dad, try, me, me and my dad, my dad and her try to work it out, tried yeah. to work it out, but it, it didn't happen. So, um, I guess that's where the first bit of trust is broken, I guess. And then I didn't figure this, I didn't find out, I didn't, I didn't find this out till later on. But so my dad was paying child support, right? Mm-hmm. That's what you do. When you go, when somebody takes you to court over a child, and you start paying child support with certain things that go into place. Yeah. So, as my dad was paying child support, you know what child support is supposed to go to, as it says in the name. Child yeah. support is supposed to support the child. What it didn't do was support me. It didn't really go to me. Right. It was going to whatever my mom wanted or benefited from, or my grandma wanted or benefited from. My grandfather wanted or benefited. My uncle wanted or benefited, right? Mm-hmm. And so, after that, my trust was broken with them. I didn't trust them at all. I didn't want to be around them. I still don't want to be around them, and I I just can't stand being around them. Yeah. And um, because it's they're kind of annoying and stuff like that. And so, kind of having that, I guess I still hold a little bit of a burden towards them because of just how much it. Now, that's really hurt just how much they've lied to me and still continue to lie to me as if it hasn't happened you know um but going back with talking about my mom and the trust issues there so in October 2015 my grandfather died and then a few months later in January 2016 my mom dies so now having that trust broken by my mom's side of the family and not being able to fix it again, I think really hurt a lot. Because now, I know, even though I didn't like her being around, even though she was around for birthdays and Christmases and holidays and stuff like that, mm-hmm. even though she's no longer around, it sucks because it's like, she won't be there for prom or just at least see the pictures. Yeah. She won't be there for graduation. 
even though I couldn't stand her when she cheered for me because she would want the attention for herself, but still, it was she would be there. Yeah. And then she doesn't get to see me grow up anymore. And now there's no way that trust that was broken can be rekindled because she's not there. Right. And like we talked about before, the trust that we have in one group of people affects another group. So that probably affected your trust in others. Like other adults growing up maybe or did that? or Not really adults, I guess. I mean, it was more people. I was always scared somebody was going to leave me. Yeah. I, I made that really heavy. And I, like I've talked to that with my girlfriend. I'm like, it it sucks being lied to and your trust being broken because mm-hmm. then you're like, I don't want this person to leave me again. Oh, yeah. I think that's why toxic relationships happen because your trust has been broken by other people. So now that you feel like you've had a relationship where this person is kind of staying, even though they're treating you badly, you're like, I don't want this person to leave. And you carry that past relationship into the newer one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so regardless, regardless of relationship, <clears throat> you carry it with you. It could have been a friendship. It could have been a relationship. It could have been uh, uh child to parent relationship mm-hmm. could have been any sort of relationship and you continue to carry that baggage with you and it affects you and how you take a new relationship up yeah so before we jump into the big final one oh, wait there's a big, there's a smaller one between what, what smaller one trusting yourself oh okay but even before that i think we need to read psalms 56 okay i'm gonna let you read that one this one's about to be long it's only third it's only 14 verses because it's 1 through 13. 14 verses. 1 through 13. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to try to make this as interesting to you guys as possible. All right. Be gracious to me, O God, for man tramples on me all day long and attacker oppresses me. My enemies trample on me all day long, for many attack me proudly. When I'm afraid, I put my trust in you. In God, whose word I praise, in God I trust, I shall not be afraid. What can flesh do to me? All day long they injure my cause. All their thoughts are against me for evil. They stir up strife, they lurk, they watch my steps, and they wait for my life. For their crime will they escape, in wrath cast down the peoples, of, O God? You have kept count of my tossings, put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your book? Then my enemies will turn back in the day when I call. This I know, that God is for me. And God whose word I praise, and the Lord whose word I praise, and God I trust, I shall not be afraid. All right. Well, actually, yeah, I'll keep reading. What can man do to me? I must perform my vows to you, O God. I will render thank, off, thank offerings. Yeah, thank offerings to you, for you have delivered my soul from death. Yes, my feet from falling, that I may walk before God in the light of life. That's why I wouldn't read the whole thing, because right there, David is talking about mortal man, flesh. Yeah. How can it stand against me when I put my trust in you? Yeah. How can it even come close to? You? touching me making me feel oppressed trampling me giving me fear when i put my trust in you <laughs> very cool indeed anything else you have oh to you say? need me to have more pa- yes <laughs> very cool <laughs> indeed. Not more passion. just do you have anything else to kind of add on to that no i think we're pretty good for that one and i think this one's the biggest one for me the next one's the biggest one for me and that's trusting yourself and when i when i say that i mean in relation to sin and other factors like becoming a trustworthy person so how do you how do you trust yourself in relation to well i should probably answer first no i'll, I'll go ahead and answer oh, first. all right so how do you trust I yourself i feel like in your relation? answer is probably more personal in yeah. terms of yeah. well i mean technically trusting yourself is all personal yeah. but i feel like you have probably a better answer than i do in terms of how, how passionate it is how affected you are by that yeah okay um i mean i have a self-confidence self-confidence issues so Sometimes it's hard for me to trust my own ability, yeah. which would be trusting myself. 
but I've been working on it for the most part. I mean, I'm starting to trust myself in my own abilities, but and trusting in my own abilities, but for me to trust my abilities in Christ. Right. Uh, I'm starting to work on that a whole lot more. That's more important because <clears throat> I can only do so much as a human, but God can do so much greater in me. Right. Um, okay, so in relation to sin, uh, well, the book of Psalms talks about the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? So we don't even know how, like, the extent to how wicked we can be. So I would say, well, in relation to the bad things I can do, I don't even know how capable I am because I don't even know my own limits, you know? Like, I don't know, like, what's the extent I would go to or... Like we always talk about how strong we are, and we won't we won't do that. But I'm pretty sure, like I know a lot of my friends have given into peer pressure yeah. and all that, and they trusted themselves to be like, okay, I can hold back. I'm not gonna do that because everybody else is doing it. But then they go and fall in with the same exact thing. Yeah. So in relation to sin, I would say definitely I have no like trust in myself to resist. But but scripture does say I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And yes, it is saying you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength, but realize where the strength is coming from. It's coming from Christ. So like you said, in relation to sin, I don't trust myself at all. I trust that God's power or like through prayer, like by praying to God and asking him to give me the strength to get through something or by reading the Bible. And there might be something in there that helps me that helps give me enough strength to get through that moment. Um, but and that also leads into becoming a more trustworthy person like I feel like you can only become a more trustworthy person through practice. Yeah. Like, it's not something that you can, like, read, like, a wiki how with pictures and, and like, stuff. And, like, instantly become trustworthy. Yeah, it's I think it, process. Like we talked about, it's something you, it takes years to build. It's something you have to work on and work yeah. at. Like, so, again, we were talking about how trust means reliability, right? Mm-hmm. For this podcast, we have to show up and be present to talk about stuff, right? And so... You trust me that I'm going to be here when we set a date and we're like, this is when we're going to record. Yeah. You trust me to be there. Yeah. And so that has taken more than what? One podcast to build that uh, affirmation and trust in, right? I mean, not really because I've known you since I was like in kindergarten, but yeah. But I mean, okay, so take Jonathan, for example. Well, Jonathan's pretty trustworthy anyway. Like the moment <laughs> I met him, I trusted that man. <laughs> that man is so like chill. Like how can you not trust Jonathan? But anyway. That's no. facts. Okay, let's take it. Say if we added a new person in an old dream, right? Okay. And you didn't know them. Okay. It would take you more than just one or two podcasts of them showing up before you gave that trust and affirmation in, right? Oh, well, I, I see the point that you're getting at. Yeah. But I generally, like, this is bad. Like, don't do this. But I generally, like, I trust people too, like, soon. Too easily. Yeah, I trust too easily. That's like, I'm a, like, I'm a... I'm the most extroverted introvert you'll ever meet. So, like, I'll, tr- like I- I'll think the whole time, but I-, I trust people, like, super, super quickly. I mean, I kind of do, too, but I guess I'm more observant when I when I go, like, meet people for the first time. I kind of, like, want to get a sense of what they're like. But I don't know other people who approach me in ways that I've seen before. Yeah. Like, we talked about trust and past- certainty in past experiences. And so, like... If somebody's done something in the past and they've done they've shown that their reaction to something's gonna be the same multiple times, yeah. then you trust that they're gonna react that same exact way. Yeah. Alright. Um wait, I have something else on. Alright. Um for a long time, like personally I'd rely on myself and I still kinda of find myself falling back onto that. Like I personally 
would trust in my own abilities before I trusted in somebody else's. Um, and I feel like that was a result. Like, you guys heard my testimony. Um, like, I trust people way too soon. I don't know how to give up on people that well. So, like, if somebody's hurt me, I'll probably trust them again. And I give people, like, way too many chances. And I, I don't know. Like, now I feel like I'm, it's a slow... It's a slow thing, but I'm learning to trust in other people's abilities besides my own. Aww, like sometimes thanks. I still, I didn't say you. <laughs> I, I still, I'm still learning, you know. Like sometimes I'd rather do things myself because I trust myself more than I trust others. But I'm still learning to put my trust in others. Like for me at work, I'm like that. Because I know other people, they don't get the job done like I do. Yeah. And so I trust. I'm like I do it good. I do it know? good or like. I know how, like, my manager or my boss wants it. Yeah. And so then I do it anyway. And I don't give them the ability to grow in that. Yeah. Like, they have to learn from their own mistakes. And they I can't be good if you don't allow them to them. practice what you're trying to. All right. So, finally, trusting God. And so, luckily, the oh, passage oh. goes right along with this. It, so I think, it does? I think we should open up in this first. Mm-hmm. That's nice. In Proverbs 3, and I'm going to read 1 through 12. Oh, bit long. Okay. All right. But, it, but it's, it looks pretty short, actually. All right. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> All right. My son, do not forget my teaching, okay. but let your heart keep my commandments. For length of days and years of life and peace, they will add to you. Let not steadfast love and faithfulness forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. So you will find favor and good success in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. Mm-hmm. And all your in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Wow. Do not wa- be not wise in your own eyes. Nice. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Preach by the Kyle. It will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. Mm, Honor say the that. Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your produce then your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will be bursting with wine my son do not despise the lord's discipline or be weary of his reproof for the lord reproves him who he loves as a father the son in whom he delights wow i want my vats to be overflowing and bursting with wine (laughs) and whatever else he said Modelo. <laughs> I I prefer sparkling grape juice or something. Martinelli. Yeah, Martinelli. My vats bursting with Martinelli. Bro, that'd be dope. Ooh, wow. That sounds like a good song. <laughs> vats bursting well, with Martinelli. <laughs> I'm gonna write that down. Um. <laughs> uh, so let's let's break that down a little bit. Okay. But I think like you've you've already touched on it already the main verse. Trusting the Lord and not leaning on our own understanding. Right, and our understanding is skewed and broken and messed up. And we don't even know ourselves. So if we don't know if we can trust ourselves to resist something, you need something that's unshakable that you can always put your trust in. And I don't see how people, like, there's there's some people that walk around, like, expecting the sky to, like, fall on them or something. Or they're always, like, somebody's about to jump them or attack them from any random yeah, and, like, they have no trust in, like, anything. Like, they're always constantly worried about everything. Oh, you but, mean, like, the people who wear the tinfoil hats? Yes. And that even applies to the current situation <laughs> right now. Like, a lot of people are worried and scared. But, I mean, yes, there is a certain level of... Precaution. Yeah. That has to be I mean, taken. I'm not saying don't be scared. Like, ignorance is bliss. I'm not talking about that. I'm not, I'm not saying don't be, like, wary. But I'm also saying don't be relaxed. Like, no... Okay, 
Don't go out into the stores and buy all the toilet paper. But... Go to the store and buy some toilet paper. Exactly. If you need it. Because there's some people that really do need it. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, we also, earlier we talked about God's plans for our life, right? And trusting in that, that, you know, God has given us the, the power to accomplish that goal that he set for us. And I know I've had talks with people about do they believe in the concept of fate or destiny. And, like, I believe destiny is, like, literally God's plan for me, right? So, Anna, do you believe that, like, there's a there's a set path that we're supposed to take? I believe so, that there's a set path that each event has built closer to the set yeah. path as we walk down it. Yeah. I mean, on the way. opposite end, though, we do have freedom of choice. But, I mean, from God's eternal perspective, like, he lives outside of time and space. So, to him, there's one path, but to us, it seems like there's infinitely many. Well, I mean, for us, okay, if you try to think about it, mm -hmm. my brain starts to hurt, bro. My brain normally doesn't hurt when I try to Wait, think about it. Wait, if I think about it, your brain's going to hurt? Yes. Think, 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 think. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because, like, if you try to expand your knowledge to the knowledge of God, yeah, it won't happen because it can't happen. Right. Because you can't think that far. Our brains are carnal and made of flesh, and they get tired. So and... I like using this analogy. I'm a big analogy guy. <coughs> So, <gasps> I coughed. I'm okay, guys. Don't worry. Continue. Oh, hide in the corner. All right. <laughs> coughed twice. Oh, and you sneezed once and coughed. I've sneezed once. Sneezing is worse than coughing. No, it's not. Boy, go on. Say what you meant. All right. So, I like using this analogy of we're in a forest mm -hmm. and it's completely foggy. And we can't see with our eyes. We can only see as as far as we can stretch out our hand. That's as far as we can see. Right. And is that a lot? No. Even if you have long arms, that's still not a lot, right? Right. But God, who's in the sky, he's like sky. a bird who can see the whole entire forest. And he's the one who puts lights in the forest to help guide us. Nice analogy, Kyle. Very nice analogy. And so sometimes it's hard to see a light because it might be too far away, but we're having to trust and put our faith in him that he's leading us in that way. Yeah, and I think it's so freeing to, like, I wouldn't say not have to worry about some. Well, actually, yeah, so freeing to have the worries and burdens that you have, like, off of your shoulders and giving them to God, like, trusting in God. It's definitely, like, if if you're in a position where you're worried about something, trust in them. I mean, that's going to take a lot of the burden off off your shoulders. I'm not saying shirk off your responsibilities, like, throw off the things that you have to do and that you're supposed to do. Yeah. But... At the, the things same time, that make you anxious and worry and fearful. Like it's unhealthy. Like yeah. on a healthy level of worry. Like you're literally scared. Like like pray about it. Talk to God. He like you're cares scared, for you. You're scared to go outside. Yeah, it talks about cast your cares on him for he cares for you. So, um, let's see. What else? Oh, another interesting point that I wrote down. So how I've, I've had some people talk to me about like, they've asked me, how can, how can we as Christians live this life? Like, how, how do we expect to live to such a high standard that God has set for us um, when we as humans aren't capable of that? And another part of that is, like you said, we as humans aren't capable of that. And the standard doesn't come until, like, you've truly, like, okay, I can pray and ask Christ, like, to come into my life and all that. But if I'm not really trying to live it, yeah. then I won't really feel those that standard. I won't feel that expectation placed on me. As you won't bear the fruits of the spirit yeah so it's not it won't feel like a requirement if you're not really like living for christ 
But if you really, if you're living for Christ, it won't even feel like a requirement. You want to do it. Like so, something I hear all the time from like non-believers or just new Christians, they're like, "I don't want to follow these rules." Right. Me and you, we don't see them as rules. No, they just come automatically. They come automatically because we follow them because we're pursuing Christ. Right. That's what He's commanded us to do. Mm-hmm. And we don't see them as rules. We see them as just something that is a distraction. Yep. Right. And th- oh, go ahead. And so, like, take excessive drinking for example right drinking itself is not bad right mm-hmm. having having a cold one with the boys a cold one with the boys. every once in a while is not bad i just drink sprite yeah. but doing it excessively is where it becomes a problem because yeah. then it becomes an idol right but we have to be careful even having a cold one with the boys because then that opens that gateway for satan to, to a cold one with the girls yeah and then a cold one with everybody because then satan can work his way in and destroy you from that point. And then you'll be, before you know it, you'll have died and be in hell having a hot one with the devil. See what I did there? That was a good... No? No. Oh, man. I was kind of proud of that one. It's very momentary. Um, well, there's... Throughout history, right? You've, we've seen examples of people that have put their trust in God and even been killed for it. Like, they've, they've decided... That they want to live this Christian life and because of it they've been killed for it. And they have that that much trust that God when God said that He was going to prepare a place for us and that we go to heaven after we die, He had that much trust that that's what was gonna happen. Or they had that much trust that, that was gonna happen. And they were like brutally tortured and murdered various ways. And in the old testament it, it talks about I don't know the exact verse, probably should have looked it up before the podcast. Yeah. But it says, Though they slay me, yet well No, it's a song. What? Um it's like the cross before me, the world behind me. No turning back. Yeah, that's the song. Yeah, no turning back. And uh, one of the verses uh, says, Though they slay me, yet will I trust him. So it's this level of trust that goes beyond all understanding. Like even when Stephen in the Bible was getting stoned. Not our Stephen. Yeah. But Stephen in the Bible was getting stoned. He had that level of trust. He was so at peace with the level of trust in God that he had. That he, Like scripturally says, he went to sleep. Like yeah. right there while they were throwing rocks at him. And these weren't like pebbles. They were like millstone. Like like double-handed like giant rocks so they're so like take your right hand take your left hand and imagine there's a stone that fits in between it yeah. or like take a football for example and you fit something in be- and you fit a stone that heavy in between that yeah that's the kind of that's, stone and that just shows the level of peace that he had like he literally closed his eyes and like even even then scripture talks about how the heavens opened up and he saw jesus was standing for him like he had that he had that level of trust in christ that no matter what he went through and it's, I'm skipping ahead a little bit here, but it's all in reliance on Christ. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we talk about, um, I've heard a lot of atheists talk about how Christianity is a crutch for the weak. And yes, it is a crutch for the weak because we are, we're, we're all weak. weak. Yeah, yeah it, is, it is something I do every day. It's a daily decision to get up and rely on God and trust that, you know, he's got you. He'll be with you always. Yeah. So any closing comments? Um, I mean, trusting God is sometimes a hard thing. Because you either want to rely on yourself and think you can do it some days, or you may not see his plan, so it's hard to trust in him. Yeah. I know I I still somewhat do. I struggle with that when it comes to what he's, what he's called me to do. Mm-hmm. And so for me to trust in that when I can't see that far. Yeah. It's hard. It's like walking through the dark. Yeah. Again, walking through a foggy forest. Except you have a voice guiding you. You do. Or you somebody know. leading you by the hand, literally. That they like, know the ha- the path they can see. 
game we've played before at the children's church was we blindfolded the kids. Or an FCA. Or an FCA. We Back blind, in high school. We blindfolded kids, and we grabbed them by the hand, mm-hmm. and we they had to trust in us that we were tra- trailing them the right way yeah. to where to the spot we were trying to end them with. And so that's that's kind of the analogy that you have to do with God, as you're as you as you're blindfolded and can't see. He's guiding you by the hand. Even though it's not physically, he's guiding you by the hand. He's guiding you. Yeah. Um, I guess all I have to say is relationships can be restarted and healed, but not through your power. Like, if you're able to fix a relationship on your own, and yes, you can do it with words, but it won't be to the same standard or a higher level than it was before. But if you want a relationship to continue growing or to be fixed, um, I encourage you, seek God on it. Pray. Read your Bible. Even if you're not a Christian, pray. Check out what Scripture has to say about trusting others, um, because I guarantee you, like now looking back a lot of the relationships that you might have broken off they it seems like it's been over small things like small insignificant things and even if it wasn't you know be the bigger person go and talk to that person see what's up because things might be different than they were back then yeah um now updates right mm-hmm. um wow we're we're in a i wouldn't say it's a difficult place um we definitely want the channel to grow faster and all that, but we realize it's going to take patience and time. And I thank you guys for being patient and, you know, staying with us as we learn how to do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. On that note, <gasps> we finally, well, I finally, we finally, yeah, because of me accident. So. But we finally have music, well, well, in production, like it's in production. Um, I know Exodus definitely has his stuff out right now, so you can go and check on that. But, you know, the first song that I will be on will be coming out soon. I don't know how soon, but we definitely have the beat and all that ready. And we're still working on, like, the lyrics and recording and all that. But that's in motion. I'm super excited. It's going to come out super well. And I don't know if it's going to be one song. I don't know if it's going to be an EP. But I'm super excited for it. We have Mm -hmm. the next few podcasts uh, lined up. And we want them to be over some some deeper subjects and also we want to have some funnier ones like some lighthearted ones another blog coming maybe soon depending on how long this virus thing goes on we're hoping it's pretty soon that we're able to get the ball rolling on some vlogs on some more video videos like we've done we've had stuff where we want to actually go out and make content like challenges we want to do in the gym um like different things we can do in public um maybe even like gaming and stuff that you guys want to see so let us know if you want to see that uh, da, da, da. Oh, also, um, this isn't exactly what I was supposed to tell you guys, but we also have merch ideas. So, if you guys would ever want merch, this is probably we're probably gonna reannounce this uh, once the channel gets a little bit bigger. But we also have merch ideas. So, if you guys would like merch, then let us know because that's something we're working on, and it would be pretty cool to see that you guys are excited about it just as much as we are. Yeah. We have no limit. We can go past ceiling, go past the moon, go past stars. And don't forget, we got... Oh, no dream, but the one dream. Plays the one king. Wait, yeah, pay the one king. We don't pay the king. He, he, he pays us. Kind of. Zero, zero, one. No dream, but the one dream. Plays the one king. No dream you? No dream you. Out. Gone. Aha. <laughs>